Welcome back to another edition of the Para Podcast. This evening, I am joined by Bertie. Hey, how's it going? 40. Ahoy, hoy, 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 hoy. And Ham? You bastard. I was going to do that too. I was actually thinking, oh, <laughs> what's that Mr. Burns intro? And I was going to do ahoy, ahoy, hoy. But no. No. I'm here. <laughs> Present. Present. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one kid, President. <laughs> no, oh, that would have blown my mind in kindergarten. Oh, there you are. You, it's, so you, you had to have the smarts. Ah, oh, that's why I went to Western Sydney school. I did too. <laughs> Me too. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> um, all right, and Hamish, your host. We're going to dive into it after the rep round. Um, no injuries that we can see out of the rep round. Murata came off at half time for Tonga, but it seemed precautionary to his neck because he's named this week. So, um, thankfully for that. Um, but let's just before we get into our regular affair, go over those rep rounds. Wasn't it Manu that went off at half time? Oh, sorry. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Manu, Mau. Who did I say? Murata. Murata. Oh, far out. <laughs> I've gone mad. My apologies. <laughs> Um, but everybody else has pulled through. So let's go through the players that did play. Uh, Make a Sevo, uh, a try for, for Fiji, and he two. looked like – Yeah, sorry, two tries for Fiji. Um, but that first one, that was something special. Yeah, right? up, up, in, the pack up, and up high and come back down and roll over. Sick. And then um, I didn't get a chance to watch the Cook Islanders um, game. So Takarangi, Murata, and um, Tetmaroa all played in that. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, but they got a big win. Um, then Ferguson, I thought he was uh, fundamental for, for the Blues' victory. Um, you could see his injuries out of uh, the back, uh, his metres out of the back, sorry, and um, his quick play of the balls really set the tone in that first half, which uh, led to that blowout in the second half. Yeah, one Barry Crocker of an error, but aside from that, he was um, sensational. The uh, the Queensland forwards had no answer to him. It didn't lead to a try. Yeah, well, he, and, he, he and can I say the very next set he bundled. I was about to say he, he literally touch. he literally made up for it like two tackles later or three tackles later um, by getting him into touch. So yeah, I mean if he can he didn't look like he was bothered by a rib injury that game. So I don't know if they had a great job of needling him up or something. But let's get that Blake Ferguson back for uh, round fifteen. Yeah, maybe just scoring a try or two um, to be the only difference. Um, and then uh, Mitch Moses sitting out for Lebanon, who got toweled up. Timmy Menner, I thought he had an all right game for, for Lebanon. He seemed to play the whole time, but, of course, he doesn't seem to be named in first grade anymore. Um, Junior Paulo, man of the match performance, and another um, meat pie, uh, two consecutive weeks for Junior. He was pretty what good. What did you think of him? He was pretty good. Yeah, um, laid the boom in defense and ran real hard. So, And he got the lead, the um, war dance. So. He got real into it too. Like it was really cold and he ended up like sweating pretty profusely after that. So he was real fired up. But um, yeah, he had a great game. And then of course, Manu Mo half again. Tonga getting absolutely belted by New Zealand. Um, so not much to write at home about there, although he carried the ball really hard when he had the chance and Penny Terrapo put in a uh, Penny Terrapo performance. Um, <laughs> that about wrap it up? I'm <laughs> um, just trying to think, was there any other... Um, I mean, it's probably worth a notable mention, but um, Brad's sister had a good game for uh, New Zealand in the the, um, the ladies' test match. Um, I know she's not a Parramatta junior or contract Parramatta, but that's, you know, filial relation. And uh, was there anything else, guys, from Rep Round? No, not that just... Um, the only thing is we, we need to get Freddie onto our coaching staff because he is the highest IQ 
um, person in NRL at the moment. I mean, he he also engineered the game one loss, so you know you, you take the swings and roundabouts. But, but I have to say, it was a four point loss up in Queensland, where you give them a six point head start up at Lang Park. So, um, you know, I think he was right there. He certainly, I mean, he he got lambasted in the media and from you know general pundits as well. But uh, he certainly, you know, he had some really interesting uh, packages for the team. You know, he was using <clears throat> Ferguson and, and Tom Tabovich. <laughs> Were they big packages big, or big, little big, packages? Big, robust packages. You know what Freddie's into for the absorbing minerals and stuff. But um, <laughs> no, he had some pretty cool um, like uh, trick plays for um, well, not trick plays, but deploying Tom Tabovich and Blake Ferguson uh, away from their you know conventional positions. And Queensland really struggled to keep up with it. So that was pretty you know, pretty well done. And then um, the the women's origin on Friday night was certainly a, a good affair too. Yeah, it was what over ten k uh, through the gates. Over a million on TV, so they're um they're moving on up. They're doing a real good job of building their brand, and New, um, New South Wales fortunately got the um the bickies over Queensland. But, uh, um, except for that one twat who couldn't use his press uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a funny Twitter follow there. <laughs> and that just reminds me, looking in the the pod channel, um, don't be calling out uh, Murata Neokore on the Oh, Facebook yeah, he, he got on to him. He got on to him. <laughs> so, uh, Michael Rafter, and they are three of the – so, talking about the Cook Islanders, they are three uh, – Cook Island players. They are the three of uh, Eels players that need to be let go, high error and penalty counts, plus their consistency is appalling. Murata Neokore, <laughs> Michael Rafter, you'd last two seconds in our world, bro. Don't think we don't see this stuff, bro. <laughs> That should be um, pre-match entertainment. Just get a ring out there. <laughs> have a, have either a wrestling session or a boxing session. <laughs> All right. Well, the Eels were in action in one game and very disappointing. Uh, Eels 22 going down to the Thunderbolts 26. That's Thunderbolts' second win of the season. Mm. Hammy, you were out there for it? Yeah. Um, they just needed to complete more. Like, they completed at 64%. Like, I've got that in front of me, according to New South Wales Rugby League. 18 out of 28. They even held the ball five more sets. They win. There was errors that led to – directly led to tries. and Because they just had so much more than the than the Thunderbolts. And, you know, the Thunderbolts are a, a typical uh, Melbourne Storm product team. Like, they're hardworking, not much, not much talent, while there's, like – one or two players, I think it's their fullback, and number thirteen is a Stimson, I believe. So I'm not sure if he's related, but they were the two best players for them, and they were carrying the rest of those plotters around. Oh, plotters for twenty, sort of thing. And we just, yeah, we just didn't want to match it up. We didn't want to match them um, in the ruck, or you know, hold onto the ball. If they hold onto the ball, we win comfortably. So that really puts them in dire straits for the. They've got another two games against bottom um, of the table sides, but if if they're going to be fronting up to to um, the Thunderbolts, it's going to be difficult for them to get yeah. in the top eight and, and back uh, into that season. The results finally, if they'd won, they actually would have bridged the gap a little bit towards the top eight that week. But unfortunately, they lost, so the gap remains five points. So, um, yeah, it was three last week. No, no, I think we got it wrong last week because I, I went oh, back yeah. and checked. Yeah. So it was still five, um, and uh, the dogs moved up, but the Raiders now take eighth place, and they've got a five-point gap on us. 
But um, yeah, so if we won last week, it would have been three. Would have been three points behind, three and points. and playing Canberra. We'll get to the preview, but we're playing Canberra this week, so we could have made it a one point gap this week. So yeah, we missed a huge chance. Yeah, just yeah, I, I can't see them making the eight now. There's because they've got a round less in the twenties, so it'll be it'll be pretty difficult. Even though they do play uh, Manly and the Bears going forward, yeah, if you're going to lose to twelfth place, we've only won two or only won one game leading up to that. Round, yeah, you're not going to beat anyone above you. Well, I mean, they have, but just too in- inconsistent. All right, well, let's jump into some news. There isn't too much in Eels' world, um, noting that the June 30 deadline is fast approaching, um, but we haven't exactly made too many moves <laughs> as of yet. Uh, fingers crossed, hoping. Um, is there any news other than rumours? There was there was um, Waka Blake. Um, from Penrith touted, but I, I oh, the only real news, I suppose, is um, we've signed a fifteen-year-old from Queensland, but sort of that happens all the time, so <laughs> nothing really. No, it's been um, all quiet, and it's pretty interesting because we've got a few roster spots up for grabs. So I assume we're going to either promote juniors or we've, we've you know been real cloak and dagger of what we're doing. But there's only what five days left, so who knows. And the new rules are that you have to have your 30 published by uh, 30 June. So um, with Kayser, of course, retiring, what, what did we think? It was 28 spots we had confirmed at this point. 29. Oh, it's 29, was it? Okay, uh, so... McIlrick was 30. And then if we were set to lose Tim and then Kayser retiring would have been 28, but no, Tim's staying, so that's 29 we've got. So you'd think it's probably an internal promotion. All right. Um, other news, injury news. Uh, all we've got coming out is Michael Jennings, round 21 with a knee injury, and Raymond Stone, round 24 with an ankle injury. So um, something they seem to have picked up in that big win over the Broncos. Uh, no, no, Michael it, Jennings, we really hope he comes back sometime. You want to talk about the, um, the Stone injury, Ham? I know we haven't chatted about it before. Oh, just, you know, look, it was sort of a – inconspicuous thing that happened there was a it was a kick chase from brisbane and milford ran directly into the back of ray stone and he sort of fell down and sort of jumped rolled up, up and hurt his ankle. Him up from that, behind yeah like you talk about playmakers playmakers being hit late stoney was chasing back not even looking at milford not even trying to it wasn't like it wasn't a, a block or anything yeah play. he didn't deviate off his line he was just literally getting back for like the you know second or third tackle hit up yeah milford runs straight into him injures him for basically the rest of the year He's out until, what, round 24, they've mm-hmm. said? Yeah, injures him for the rest of the year, and nothing, nothing has happened. Like, nah, it's just, you know, you want to get blockers out of the game. You've also got to get players simulating blockers out of the game. And Jennings being a big out, so he won't be back did, until round 24. Did anyone see when, like, 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 when he might have done that in that game? I don't recall him banging up his knee, like, obviously, at any point. No, I can't recall either. Um, I did watch the replay, so um, no, sorry. I didn't see anything. I remember Fergo getting a little bit dusty out of a tackle and I was a bit worried, but he was okay. And then, yeah, you know, Hoffman was, you know, fortunately cleared of that neck injury, but Jenko ends up being out for six weeks, so fun stuff. Yes, and we'll get to his replacement, which is unfortunate, um, but we will get to that. So you're let's about, just you're start about to get with a Facebook um, comment, man. <laughs> um, first of all, Sydney Shield on Oh no, sorry Sydney Shield and Ron Massey Cup have the extra bye week um, For this week And they'll be back on the weekend of the 6th of July 
They um, played on the weekend. That's right, last weekend. Yeah. No, no, they played the weekend before. Oh, no, sorry, 23rd of June, you're right. So why didn't I do the results for that? Let's do the results for that. <laughs> <laughs> I only know that because um, Valence Harris made his return for yeah. the Winnie Magpies. Dill was out yep. there. So Guildford hours 38 to 32 over the Eagles, uh, which is the Belrose Eagles. And then in the Ron Massey Cup, uh, Wentworthville 31 to 6 over the Bulls. And let's just have a I look at the Tim Bo Henry's the beautiful bow score all their points. Oh, you talked about sorry, you talked about the hours, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm on to Wenty now. So okay, yeah. the the two your favourite man from Ron Massey scored a hat trick and beautiful Bo scored a double. So Schaffhausen with three, Bo Henry with a uh, a brace. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Bo Henry five from five off the boot and one <laughs> field goal. <laughs> oh, couldn't stop him. You must be listening to the podcast and hear beautiful Bo Henry. <laughs> That's what it is. I tell you what, he certainly picked up his game since... Was he at the Dragons at some point and up at the Titans? Bro Henry was like the 2009 Toyota Cup player of the year. He was a superstar in the 20s and then, yeah, didn't fi- didn't figure it out. Now he's a Wenty legend. Yeah, well, he's going to win back-to-back Ron Massey Cups. You know, H- how many other players from Titans have done that? <laughs> No, I was going to say Nathan Davis, no, but he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I think he's the only eligible one. So, oh, sorry, he was at Knights at some point. Yes, he went from St. George six, to... Six that. games for Newcastle Knights, eight games for Gold Coast Titans over four seasons. Crap. That's not great. I thought he, I thought he played for the Dragons at some point. He was a Dragons junior. Uh, Wayne Bennett didn't rate him, so he went to Newcastle. And unfortunately, Newcastle signed Wayne Bennett shortly after. And, um, yeah, and then if he ended up um, following those steps that you listed. Well, I'll tell you what, he'd be a suitable replacement placement for Trash Taylor up at uh, Titans, you know, <laughs> give him a phone call. <laughs> at least he can kick goals. <laughs> at least he doesn't just work out at Mackers bloody five days a week. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, he's got a try and debut. Beautiful bow. Good stuff. Um, all right, and so Wenty and Shield have a break this weekend. And then we move on to um, the Jersey flag. Eels in 11. No, do they? I must have read that wrong. Sorry. Sorry for being in, so interruptive today. Um, I saw they were playing out at St. Mary's, aren't they? On Are a sure? 6th of July. 6th of July. No, my mistake. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Um, 30 days has September, April, June, June, and November. So... Saturday, Sunday will be the 29th and 30th of June, so they got a week off. Yeah, I can still fucking calculate dates. Um, Jersey Flag, <laughs> Eels at 11th, <laughs> taking on Raiders in 8th, 1pm at Ringrose Park, which will be a full day of action out at Ringrose. Um, if I, Yep, that's correct. And so there's a couple of ins and outs in that team. Um, Michael Cheer at fullback. It's a bit different. Hooray. He's been and um, in and out of in and out of fullback for the Eels over the last um, season or so. So I think, yeah, I think we brought him down from Queensland rugby. Yes, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. So and he was brought down to play fullback. So I think he got, he got banged up last year. So he was sort of in and out of the team. Um, and they've uh, got Johnny Fanuel back in the centres this week. So they're you know sort of playing around with um uh, with Johnny, who's someone that Ham has talked about a fair bit. Um, you know, well, quite- the big change for mine is Tapatautai to Hooker and Kyle Schneider off the bench. They've run that the past two weeks. 
But, but I, also, I don't I think you're looking at the New yeah. South Wales Rugby League website because the Eels website I have Tapatiatai listed in the Canterbury Cup team list. Yeah, there you are. So, <laughs> so never, never know. You, ne- you can never tell. All right. Do we think we can be up for the challenge? It's um, only the eighth place Raiders, so like it's not some you know juggernaut team, and they've actually you know played some of the better teams competition pretty well this year, but. Just they need to, like Ham was alluding to in his review of the game, is they've got to get the, the shit out of their game, you know, the incompletions, the errors, the just the messiness. I'm I'm a big fan of the bench. When you got um, Schneider in there who comes off the bench sort of after 15, 20 minutes, so he plays the rest of the game at hooker there. And you got Etowale Louis, who's a, a kid we brought over from New Zealand this year. Uh, he's only 18 years old and he isn't. Absolute giant of a player. Um, he played a lot of minutes last week, which I was surprised about, given he only played. Uh, he played all year in the Laurie Daly Cup, which is the country version of the uh, 18s there. Um, and then you got PJ Vangalu, who's had a unfortunate uh, two years with injuries, but he's played some pretty good footy. And uh, Sam Hughes, who's and so it's basically all props on the bench plus Kyle. So. Um, obviously, we're going to be going through a, a really power-based game through the middle, which especially bringing on those guys um, should really open up for Bailey and uh, Taipari to work off. But it just it, I suppose it just all depends if they hold the ball. And um, I don't really know anyone in the Canberra line. I'm just going through it. I think Kyle Patterson, he's played a couple of games in, um, in uh, Canberra Cup. So... Out of the lot, he's the recognisable name. Um, but yeah, Johnny Fanua to centre, I, I like it. like Because he doesn't quite have the explosive... Sp- I'm not sure if centre's his position exactly, but I'd like to see him running him running into gaps a lot more. He's a very smart footballer. Like, he doesn't have the explosive speed for, a, for an outside back, but he's big, he's strong, he's got a bit of a step on him. Um, fantastic ball player, so... Um, yeah, it's, I, th- I think it's good to sort of see him as more of a utility and see how his utility value is. All right. Uh, did you have anything to add to that, Forty? No, I think um, Ham cut it, uh, covered it pretty succinctly. So, you know, they've got a, a real chance to finally bridge the gap to the top eight. So let's hopefully they, hope they don't squander it. And then we move to the women's, who will kick off events at 11 a.m. Uh, Magpies in eighth, taking on the Mounties in second position. Um, so... Tough ask for the girls um, this week, but from memory, they they got an upset against the Mounties earlier. Nobody backed me up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> we're, we are a professional <laughs> podcast, guys. And then moving on to reserve grade, uh, the Canterbury Cup Magpies in ninth, taking on the Mounties in second position at 3 p.m., um, which sees a host of ins and outs. So Alvaro, Herodi, Tapatau, Ty, Davies, and Manor are in Takarani. Brad Keegan is he injured? Peaky Rogers and Tep Moroa are out. Um, so, a couple of changes there, not too many. Yeah, I'm not really interested. In it. Uh, but the only ones sort of Dunster and Parry outside of that, that was yeah, pretty hard. Went to have been such a Defano off the, the bench. Defano and Oregon. Yeah, those, I'm, in, I'm interested to see how Vayatapa goes too. I think he's um, potentially playing somewhere to get his yeah. spot on the bench there. Other than those ones, I sort of. It's really hard to get up for, to 
And Celesti Fyingar, who that was somebody we didn't touch on for Fiji, but he played more of a middle role for Fiji um, on the weekend. I didn't really watch the game, so I can't really say anything. Oh, I did. Yeah, he 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 didn't pop out as much, um, given he played more. Well, I thought it was more of a middle role as opposed to running uh, on an edge. Yeah. Um, but he, he did have a quietly all right game. Didn't put a foot wrong. But yeah, so I mean, so he's having a pretty good season, CC as well. So he's you know, one of the reasons to be excited for the grade. But but like him, it's just so hard to get up for Wenty when the way they've played in the last three weeks. You know, they've had such yeah, a good team. Yeah, and that's, that's the worst thing about it is they were playing better when the first graders yeah. weren't in there. Yeah. And it's, it's it's really disappointing because the first graders should be going back and seeing as an opportunity, you know, you want to break back into first grade. So you play harder, you play. And then also that, you need to show the young guys, you know, this is what you need to do to bring it. But they're, they're the ones not bringing it. Not all of them have had a sook, but the ones, the couple that I've seen have gone back, had a, a couple of them have had a sook. And just not performed, or and performed worse than they did in first grade. So, yeah, it's it's, it's been disappointing. I, I do have some big no- news though coming out of um, uh, the New South Wales Cup site. Uh, they've they've finally fixed up Reese Davies' picture. He, he's no longer Nathan <laughs> oh, Davis. <laughs> no, rip the meme. It only took half a season, but we're there. Um, and Dean Madison lining up for the Raiders at five eighth. Um, He's an ex-Eel, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, run the ball Ryan's, with him. Ryan's younger brother. Didn't run he used to play a bit of um, um, hooker? Mm, yeah, he like, might have uh, spot moonlighted there, but he was either a, a 5'8 for sometimes a centre, for not Parramatta, but for other teams, the Roosters. And then didn't he go to the – yeah, Roosters. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move on to first grade then. So we'll start with uh, 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, the 29th of June, 2019. Uh, now, this is a home game, but it has been taken up to TIO Stadium in Darwin. So there will be some events happening up in Darwin this week. I, th- I think I saw a, a photo of, um, was it Ferguson and Gutho flying up together? Yeah, they're up there now. Yeah, because they had to fly from um, Perth back over. So um, I think the first grade team fly up. Tomorrow, yeah. So Gutho and Fergo are getting in there early to to um, pound the pavement and yeah, get a bit of bonding happening. Is that part of uh, fitless training? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> have a bit of um, the 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 Gutho bubble bath, but with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, team list a uh, couple of ins, couple of outs, but Gutherson at fullback, Makasiva and Blake Ferguson on the wings, Josh Hoffman and Brad Takaragi in the centres, Dylan Brown. Big hey. in Mitch Moses in the halves, and then the forward rotation is Kane Evans, Junior Paulo, Reed Marnie at hooker, second row Sean Lane, Manu Mau, Nathan Brown. The extended at uh, the interchange bench is Jamin Salmon, Penny Terrapo, David Gower, Marana Nair Kore, and the extended bench is Dan Alvaro, Tet Maroa, George Jennings, and Will Smith. Then on to the Raiders, who have a couple of players out, but one big in as well for themselves. Charles Nickel Clodstad at fullback. On the wings, Simonson or Simonson and Jordan Rapana. And then in the centres, Jared Croker and Sebastian Chris. In the halves, Jack White and Aiden Caesar. Forwards, Josh Papali, Duanamis uh, Louis or Giannamis Louis. I- they pronounce it differently. Josh Hodson being the big in at hooker. And then the second row, John Bateman, Elliot Whitehead, Joseph Tarpany. And then the interchange bench is Saliva Havili, Corey Horsburgh, uh, Soliola, Ryan Sutton, and the extended bench, Williams, Gula, Hunt, and Oldfield. So um, I'll start with the big in, Dylan Brown. 
Um, oh. But then the other, not so big in Brad Takarangi. Got catfish right there, man. Also happy, <laughs> literally. I was looking, I was like, yeah, the boy's still around. And I look, I look back up, I'm like, bloody South Africa. That's the reason he's going to the game, because he played South Africa and set up four tries. But like, what do we got to do then to get rid of him? We just like, got catfished. <laughs> I just, I can't, I don't, I don't know the point. Salmon is younger, right? Younger, a better player than him, I reckon. He's trained there all preseason, and how many games has he played in centers? Like, I just don't understand. Maybe it was just the whole mind fuck by Brad Arthur. Let's just train him in centers, and but it's good to see Dylan Brown back. So yeah. I mean, I I, I don't want Tackering in the team at all. He was one of the ones that went down to Wenny and just, just terrible attitudes. Had a bad attitude all year. I can I can see why they've got Salmon on the bench though, because. He can fill in at hooker, and he can like he can fill in a few positions. Whereas Taka, you've got him either at centre or put him to back row where he's done pretty bad in the past. So I can see why I, I don't like it though. I don't six. like it. Or at six, but then Salmon can also play six. So and and a great deal better. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I don't like Takarangi in the team, but I can see why it's happened. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're just at this point, you know, without the July 1 um, back end of the season where you can play the development guys, you know, we just have well, more options. Well, that's the thing. In what, or not next week's game, but the week, week after, do we see Ethan Parry's name in there? Yeah, even if it's just like in the 18 to 21, you know, if he gets into the mix. But yes. Don't tease me, Ham. Don't tease me. I can't take any. <laughs> I just, I just, I'll, I'll be blue balling myself if it doesn't happen. Oh. But isn't it the bye next week anyway? Yeah, that's why I said week after. Fuck it. <laughs> that's right. I just I want, what, what side is Takarango? Left or right side? He'll be on Michael Rapace and Michael Jennings. So <clears throat> he should be on the left side. On the left. Or oh, they okay. might do a switcheroo. Because oh, um, you think side. Hoffman can play either side. But to the left is Takas' preferred edge though. So that's where he played off center. He's been playing really right. well on the right. Yeah. So you want to try and minimize the, the shuffles. Yeah. All right, and can we see, um, given the Raiders' good form, even with injuries, um, can we see our, our guys competing, especially the forward battle be the hard we, part, given we, we our the, earlier capitulation to the Raiders? Which Eels are turning up, the ones against Brisbane or the ones against Penrith? You know, so if we're, if we're more akin to our most recent performance, we absolutely can go toe-to-toe with the Raiders. Just flip a coin. So I don't know, but it's going to be a tough game. Canberra are a very good team this year. I think... The, yeah, that's the thing. It's Canberra, a very good team. Um, I think with the inclusion of Dylan Brown, it'll settle, settle us down a lot. I think sort of since he's been out with, that's when we've been inconsistent. The first three rounds, like we beat Penrith. The only time they could score was when um, we had 12 players on the field. Um, and then against the Dogs, we won. You know, they started off well, but we won pretty comfortably after the first 20 minutes. And then we took it to the Roosters. They only beat us sort of in the past in the final uh, 10 to 15 minutes. So I think still coming back and him taking more of a responsibility will really settle the team down, sort of limit Moses getting the ball on the last, which will help Mitch um, a lot more. He'll be able to run on the fourth, be able to sort of go for the big play a lot more and not having and sort of not blowing back in his face by not having the ball on the last to a, a proper kicker. 
So. I think uh, forwards might actually fire up. Like I said this in the Discord on um, after the Samoa game or during the Samoa game. This is a this that game Junior needed that like just to bash you know just to feel good about himself, right? And like because he's been a bit mad this season, like he hasn't been his damaging best, but surely that could kickstart his confidence and. Yeah, it follows Brad Arthur, you know. Um, first thing to motivate them, just show them highlights how they got bashed, even though Canberra are a smaller pack than they used in the in previous seasons now. I show how that mobile pack literally bashed us and we did nothing, like no no yardage was for our team. So yeah, I'll just show them just show them the whole game that we played against them when we didn't score a single point. That should motivate them. If that doesn't motivate them enough, like strap them to a seat. Pin their arm eyelids back and show them that game on repeat. That's it. Eye drops. <laughs> Keep their eyes watered. <laughs> savage, who's dude. excited to see the combination of um, Lane and uh, Dylan Brown, Brown again? Brown Lane back again, boys. I'm excited to see the Brown brothers. Just both of them on the field together. Oh. Yeah, well, that's something we haven't discussed is the inclusion of Nathan Brown and the um, the 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 change to our forward packets had when he's been on the field. Like, even in that Sharks game, when he came in off the bench, there was sort of a bit of a reversal. And then, obviously, last week, he was just... um, He he does like to take a hard carry every once in a while and get absolutely smashed and put on his back. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, he's pretty strong. Well, also, it's his late footwork towards the the line. It's he's, He's also a leader. He's one of those guys that, you know, you can see he tries to put a big shot on in defense when he... You know, he misreads it a couple of times, but when he does pull it off, it's sort of, you know, we've got to get in here and really rip into him now. Like, he's the one that really sets the tone, and that's what we've missed. We just need someone else to to pick up the slack, and we need the guys that aren't capable of being forward leaders. They just need to follow and take just take lead from Brownie. All right. Well, let's go into our predictions, Bertie. You first. First try uh, scorer, eventual score. I don't know. It's what's the weather like going to be in Darwin? It's hot. It's going to be hot. Oh, okay. Hot if, it's, okay if, if it's a dry track, Parramatta twenty six, Canberra twelve. Uh, first try scorer, I'm going to go with um, Dylan Brown. He's going to dummy and go, and we're going to everyone's going to start crying, saying we missed you, man. We missed you, but um. Yeah, um, I reckon, as I said uh, earlier, I reckon our forwards will bash them, and yeah, so as long as it's not um, a close game, because if it comes down to like where one team has to grind out a win, I reckon Raiders will have the edge, but we just got to lead and just keep leading and be front runners throughout the whole game, so yeah. You guys, about, it's going to be about 27, 27 degrees, about 7.30. Yeah, um, ten, top ten of thirty, top of thirty-two that day in Darwin. Oh, so complete opposite to um, the last game we played them. Complete opposite cold. to Canberra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they are. They might wilt in the sun. So oh, I was going to say that was going to be part of my prediction was they're going to melt. So oh, my apologies, forty. <laughs> it's lucky I'm not in any tippy comps because my head definitely says the Raiders will win this, but the heart says you got to tip Parramatta. So Eels to win. Um, the games up in Darwin are always scrappy. So, uh, 22-10, maybe. First try scorer. Oh. First try scorer. Oh. Uh, let's go Nathan Brown. Him. Um, 
I think we can win big. If we if we're gonna win, we're gonna win big. We're not gonna. I mean, win. that's a good point. Our margin of victory is pretty huge. Um, so across the reckon, season, if we win, I think we will win. It'll be like thirty-two to sixteen. If we win, when we win, um, well, we're four and five up. Four from five. The up one there, aren't we? we won North Queensland lost. Yeah, where um, yeah, which was Thurston's return. Yes, that's right. And then you got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and first try score him. Yeah. Um, yeah, four from five. I was just making sure. Sorry. Um, for Sean Lane. I like it. In the first five minutes of play. Whoa, I love it. <laughs> then for me, I've got 12, uh, sorry, 10, eight Eels winning. With <laughs> He's gone for a With a double to get us home. Ooh, I like that one too. I like that one. All right. Well, that'll about wrap up the predictions, uh, Birdie. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you do in your life? Oh, oh, actually, nothing much. Um, yeah, it's been quiet on Twitter. I've, I've actually behaved a bit. Like it's just, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm probably I'm hand on my heart. I probably watched five minutes of football this weekend. So I've just been you know, off. I watch a lot of uh, other sports, but it's just mm. yeah, not, not much. Fuck, like the only time I've seen some beef was today with that Murata, but yeah, there's literally nothing. It's dead right now. Like I know it's like the worst time to have the ref footy. Like there's no NBA, NFL still preseason. Like there's nothing going on. And yeah, it's just it's just a dead moment. And, and it's the um the dead part of the um preseason for the NFL. There's no training camps or anything. It's the the weeks off. It hurts. It hurts. Like, the only pos- the only Riveting thing I've you know probably heard of the weekend is probably the podcast I'm listening to the conspiracy ones you know about nine eleven. That's it, man. Other than How that, good at conspiracy podcasts? Oh, I've been listening to them too. Yeah, I know. It's, what one are you into? Um, it's called Surreal Podcast. It's got it had four different names over the past five years, but all right, <laughs> it's like Surreal Talk or some cult. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so um, oh, yeah, you, you've actually stumpy um. I've got nothing else to say, so. Over to you, Ham. Oh, you're those 40, now, 40 first. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 40, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. What's happening for me? Um, not much, honestly. Um, I had a laugh at my brother. He broke his nose playing rugby union on the weekend. He didn't realize it was broken. <laughs> and then came came back and we said, um, yeah, it's not quite straight. So he, um, he's got to get that reset. Uh, aside from that, I've um, been watching a bit of baseball. Oh, speaking of. Um, baseball, obviously not the most interesting game for a lot of people. You need a lot of patience, but I did find a fantastic YouTube channel, um, John Boy Media, that's J-O-M-B-O-Y Space Media, is he's a New York Yankees fan, which is unfortunate, but he's a fantastic lip reader, and he does these little two-minute breakdowns of funny plays and, you know, and weird weird stuff that happens on, you know, across the course of the entire season, and he's he's broken out big time the last couple of weeks. He's gone up to like, I don't know how many subscribers now, but he could gain like 50,000 subs in like a week or something like that. So um, real cool follow. Go watch that. Hey, 40, on a scale of Michael Jackson nose to Fergo, how bad is your brother's it wasn't, nose? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> that's, why he, that's why he missed it. He, was, he copped a high shot and um, was bleeding a bit. And then, you know, it kept bleeding to the next day. And um, we looked at it and could see just a little, uh, needs to be reset a little bit. It's not bad. And here? Um, I've been... Hey, talking about conspiracy podcasts, I've been thinking about my NRL <laughs> conspiracies, conspiracies this week, and 
I think it's the big one, and I think everyone else, everyone's sick of it, of hearing about it. It's the Israel Folau. Now, how does this tie into the NRL? You may, you may ask. Is the, my theory is that the Broncos had propped up some of that money because they've gone, they've gone to him. Call me a dickhead all you like. I don't care. They've gone to him and said, um, "We'll give you some money towards your legal case against the union." So not only does that take down Australian Rugby Union, but also they've gone, we'll give you, put in $100,000, $200,000, whatever, you sign with us. We'll, we'll get the NRL, like we did with Matt Lodge, to clear it, to say it's all fine for you to come back, you sign with us. Take off your tinfoil, mate. That ain't happening. <laughs> God damn. I've got a chance of bloody... No, I can't say that she's married, but uh, yeah, I've got a better chance of... I don't know. I got a better chance of bloody raising the flag at Parramatta State than that happening. You honestly think? Do you honestly think? If, put it this way: if that happens, then Greenberg's gone because obviously Pete, uh, Peter Beattie and his minions, whatever, don't want him. But surely that's not happening. Take it to piss, eh? Oh, people didn't think Matt Lodge would be able to return. Okay. Well, um, I've spent my week not funding. Um, Israel full hours. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you don't have to because the Broncos already are. Um, so, again, now again, that, this now is a theory. Um, this is not Tansumi. This is not – this is just a theory. It's just me being an idiot. Open your eyes, sheeple. I've got to put a disclaimer on the, um, the, the Twitter post of this, Hamish, that um, the, oh. the views of individuals do not reflect the actual um, podcast. <laughs> Doesn't review my. It's just me being a dad. Just ham, ham, ham. Um, yeah, connected. How, how is it connected? How is That's it connected? It. That's it. Um, but yeah, definitely not contributing to the GoFundMe. And now that yeah. he's opened up some other form of raising, oh, yeah, jeez. Um, definitely not contributing. Um, it's obvious that he has a right to express his religious opinions, but that doesn't mean that Rugby Australia has to mm-hmm. keep him employed. So it's not about freedom of speech because he can say whatever the hell he wants right, without any fear of retribution from any government agency right. or any other person. But private business. Um, but he has terms in his contract, just like terms of my employment contract. I can't spew secrets or, or you know, um, breach professional privilege. It's the exact same thing. So, um, yep. yeah. I don't know yeah. how anybody could get behind that. Poor Falau, <laughs> doing it tough, man, driving around in a half-million-dollar car. Yeah, half-million-dollar car, seven-million-dollar um, property portfolio, but, you know, give him money. Um, good for you. Um, maybe <laughs> no, he can, can buy himself a it? private jet and get closer to God. Maybe <laughs> he can get behind it. Paul White, that's who's behind it. Darius. Okay. Um, And then Australian cricket tonight, so that'll be all over and done with. Um, Other big sport, Ash Barty. Love and life. Yeah, world number one. Good girl. Yeah, I, I watched. Her, I didn't watch her final game in that that recent one, but I watched the the um uh, the final qualifier, and she's just on fire. Yeah. like she is just wow. I was um I was browsing uh, the tennis subreddit um after that just to see you know what the international reaction was, and it was interesting seeing uh, people were you know really happy for it because a lot of women tend to have a major open ham what's it called hangover, um and they really struggle to back up their breakthrough open win, and she's obviously done really well. So good on her. 
Yeah, so not only just backing up her open win with the next uh, comp win, but then also making uh, world number one in the tennis roles. And it's, and it's nice to have somebody in tennis like who isn't a complete fuckwit, so you can actually get behind <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, the first Australian since Leighton Hewitt in like 01 or 03, and then the first lady since um, Goolagong. So we're really well done, Ash Buddy. But she is a Queenslander, so we have to dock one point off her for that. <laughs> and then the Australian cricket, of course, tonight. So we're currently nine... Oh, sorry, 11, none out in over three. So that's good. I'll stay up and watch that all night tonight. Anything else? Nothing else? No. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> at? <laughs> at hamsandwich22 slash all the conspiracies you want. That's it. All the um, all the um. Give in, me a topic, I'll give you a conspiracy. For all, okay, all the so insights to the great Marvel, music. What was the conspiracy for Oceanics? We just we just going suck. so badly this year. Uh, the the because of the you know the the counterflow you of the water what? and all that sort of stuff. No 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 no. Before all the events, they were dropped on the ground. Ships <laughs> oh. coming out. Uh, see. Or, or maybe yeah. use different marbles, but just spray paint it over them. So they were exactly. It was. It wasn't the real Oceanics. Imposters. Yeah, imposters. I'll, I'll form this. I will form this, and I'll get back to you in seven days' time. <laughs> that's it. I got. I've got my whiteboard is, next to me. That's I've got it. To, I've got to write down. Oh, right. And sorry, one last thing. Went and got uh, Origin tickets. Um, I swear to God, I'm sitting in the same position as last year, where we got them in bronze, but this year had to pay for gold, which is like an extra hundred dollars a pop. Um, so shame on you. Shame on you, New South Wales Rugby League. Um, but. Yeah, hopefully be there to torch the Maroons, get I'll dusted. Tell you, tell you what would be good if they actually um, did the, the 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 decider at a neutral ground. Have they thought of it? Yeah, like- that's, that's what really – the way they, they've set up really makes me shake my head is why wouldn't you have the home and away for New South Wales and Queensland so the series can, you know, go – One Well, you be, hope be, one and one. Yeah, be fair down the line in the, the two guaranteed live games and then take it to the MCG or to Western Australia or – or anywhere else where they've got a you know world class stadium that can host the Origin. And there is some Mary's uh, Western Weekend Stadium. Or- <laughs> I, I think the reason being is because if it's already decided by that then point, the crowd wouldn't you turn think up. It, yes. Yeah, for for crowds that you know over in Perth, which that was their biggest sellout at that stadium, there'd be less interest. Um, all right, well that'll wrap us oh, up I for this week. Forgot about one oh. thing: the Whitaker flight. Oh yeah, Bloody hell. that's Think awesome. of talking about blue balls. I thought yeah. it was at Parramatta Stadium. Now it's in bloody Melbourne on Grand yeah. Final Day. So start off as awesome news and then no, not any awesome news. Yeah, I know. I actually tweeted at Discord. I was like, yeah, the boys. And the next minute I see it's in Melbourne. I'm like, these pricks. But yeah. It was originally yeah. scheduled in Melbourne though before he um he got crook for his last fight. So I suppose that's part of the reason. But yeah, it sucks that it isn't going to be at Bank West because that would have been awesome. All right, well, I think now this is about the fifth time. I think I can <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> right, cheers, guys. Have a good one. See you, boys. Stopping C-Camp. Now look out. Here comes Junior Paulo. Front rowers unite. Junior Paulo has been a wrecking ball for Samoa tonight. He's earned that try. They're knocking on the door again here, Fiji. Wakeham. Now the kick across field for Mothadrecki. High, they fly, and the trial will be scored by Sivo. That was spectacular, the take, the finish, the try for Fiji.